I made it. I made it through the speech. Thank God it was only 70 minutes. I should have known he'd never last 90 minutes. That's what she said. Anyway, what's up, everyone? What's up, everybody? My, this is Mark K. Welcome to the pre-show podcast. Um, I, I got to tell you, I wasn't, I wasn't at all surprised by anything that Joe Biden said, or more importantly, what he didn't say during the State of the Union. I, my favorite part was when Lauren Boebert, representative from Colorado, shouted out, uh, when Joe Biden was talking about soldiers coming back in coffins draped with the flag, and I know it's kind of it's kind of dismal and, and probably probably very uh, you know uh, sad that this was my favorite part of the speech, but he was talking about soldiers coming home in coffins draped with the flag, and uh, and how you know this was caused by the burn pits, whatever. And he said, "I've seen the soldiers coming back in the coffins with the flags," and Lauren Boebert yelled out, "Yeah, thirteen of them!" And man, the gasps across. The hall. You'd have thought no one had ever done anything disrespectful at all during a State of the Union address. You'd have thought it was the first time anybody said and made any kind of verbal comment or any kind of disrespectful gesture toward the President of the United States while he was giving the State of the Union address. You'd have thought that nobody had ever, let alone the Speaker of the House, had ever torn up a, her copy, or just torn it up her copy of the speech right there after the president had done. I'm going to be honest with you. If you want to talk about a breach of decorum, which is what everyone's talking about. Oh my God, Lauren Boebert, the breach of decorum. It's just unacceptable. Lauren Boebert, the Republican, she should be expelled from this. She should be expelled from that. Kick her off the committees. Come on. She, she yelled out, yeah, 13 of them, which she ain't wrong. There were 13 soldiers that died because of Joe Biden's ineptitude and incompetence when it comes to military leadership. There were 13 soldiers who died. They got blown up because Joe Biden didn't know how to evacuate a country months before the handoff to the Taliban. There were 13 soldiers who were killed, who came back in coffins, flag draped to the airfield. Joe Biden went there to meet their families, to watch the soldiers come off the plane. He was in a big damn hurry because he kept checking his watch. He was rude to the families. And when he was confronted about his uh, poor decision-making skills, he walked away. He walked away because he's the president. No one's going to talk about a breach of decorum, man. I, I feel like checking your watch when the soldiers are coming home, the, 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 the fallen soldiers are coming home in a coffin with the American flag draped on it because of a decision you made too late and, and with, with you know, the, the bad decision that you made. I feel like checking your watch while those soldiers are coming off and you're supposed to be respecting them. That's more That's more of a breach of decorum than whatever Lauren Boebert uh, yelled out. 13 of them. Yeah. I, I feel like there should be more yelling during this. I was yelling at my house. I was yelling. I was sitting there and I was laying on my, uh, my bed with my glass of wine. And oh man, I got to tell you that. I'll tell you that story on the air. So the State of the Union yesterday was also on Mardi Gras, which if you're Catholic, you know, is the day before Lent. And so today kicks off Lent. You were supposed to fast for the 40 days and we're supposed to sacrifice things. And it's going to be, and I'll get into all that on the show. But as a result, on Tuesday, it's like your last hurrah. So we, and we, at my house, we, I went a little ham last night before the speech. I was like, okay, the speech is at nine. I got to get all my sinning in before nine. I get all the sitting I can do in before nine o'clock and then I can watch the speech. So by the time nine o'clock rolled around, I'm going to be honest with you. I was a little pooped. 
I was a little tired, a little hazy because I'd done all this sinning because I'm like, I can't sit now for 40 days. Um, and so then, and then, you know, Mardi Gras, then the speech, and it was good. The speech was a good way. It was a good, somber, slow reminder to, I feel like I sacrificed enough for Jesus Christ by sitting through 70 minutes of Joe Biden's speech, but I, I almost didn't make it. So I'm laying there in bed and I'm watching the speech and I've got some red wine and, uh, and he kicks it off with this update on Ukraine. And then he rolls into just, it was the weirdest thing. It was the weirdest. I've never before seen a speech where the president has to go through every policy initiative that he's already failed. I mean, he's already he's already managed to screw up every policy initiative he made during the campaign and say, hey, here's what we said we're going to do. Now we've got to go do it. And over and over again, it's things that have already gone down in flames. It's, you know, the Build Back Better plan, which, by the way, he didn't mention those three words in that order one time. I believe, I believe that Build Back Better is officially dead. I believe that Build Back Better last night officially came to a close because the Build Back Better plan failed in Congress. It failed in the, or it failed in the Senate, rather, a Senate that is controlled by Democrats. Democrats didn't want it. It was too expensive. It was too um, you know, extreme on the environmental front, and it was unpopular. So Build Back Better, poof, it's gone. He didn't say those three words one time during his entire speech. He did, however, mention a couple of other things, his dead son, Bo which we knew he was going to, you know, working in Delaware. He mentioned Scranton, Pennsylvania, all the typical. He told that story about how his father used to say, Joey, we got to give kids a little more breathing room. Got to give families a little more breathing room. This guy needs new stories. You'd have thought as old as this damn guy is, 80 to 79, as old as this clown is, he he needs more stories. I've heard all these before. And I, I guarantee you're going to hear the same story again in the next speech about his dad sitting at the table saying, Joey, we got to give families a little more, a little more breathing room. And because I got, maybe that's the only story he remembers. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the, maybe that's the only one he's got. Maybe it's like that movie, The Notebook, where the old lady, by the way, spoiler alert, if you've never seen The Notebook. Maybe it's like that old movie, The Notebook, where the old lady gets dementia and her husband has to write down the story of their love and read it to her every day. So maybe that's what happened. Uh, Joe, you know, Joey wrote down Joe, uh, the story about his dad at the kitchen table talking about a little more breathing room, and uh, and they read that to him every day, and that's the only thing that jogs. I don't know what's I don't know what the hell goes on back there. But then around the sixty minute mark, I realized, holy cow, this guy. He's calling it a night. There were a couple minutes there where he started to short circuit. He started talking about a pound of uranium or I'm sorry, a pound of Ukrainians. I think he was trying to say a pound of Ukraine or uh, pound for pound. Ukrainians are great people or something. But he said something like a pound of Ukrainians is worth a, 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 a quart of butter. or I don't know what <laughs> we have the clips. We'll play them for you. Uh, the other thing, I think he said something about. Vladimir Putin never winning the heart of the Iranian people. Um, a little, little things like that. A couple of stutters, a couple of you know coughs in here and there. For the most part, he seemed like he got through it okay. But there was a time when I realized he's wrapping it up. And it was only an hour in. And this was... Listen... When we're not in a time of crisis, when there's not a war raging in Eastern Europe, when Vladimir Putin is not making nuclear threats, on a typical State of the Union address, you go for 90 minutes about what you're doing, about the Supreme Court nominee that you just made, about the uh, plans that you're trying to make because all your other plans failed, about trying to cure cancer. You go on and on and on and on. That didn't happen here. 
He got to 60 minutes with the update on Ukraine, which which killed about 15 minutes. I mean, that was only only like, like let's take out the Ukrainian update, like the breaking news update he gave at the beginning. And let's go to the actual meat of the speech, probably about 45 minutes total. And then he just started yelling and screaming about America. And then he said, God bless our troops or which I always find ironic seeing as how, you know, Lauren Boebert just yelled out. You killed 13 of them, and then you checked your watch while they were they were coming off the tarmac. So anyway, that's what it was. I managed to stay up the whole time. Joe Biden managed to stay awake the whole time, so we have that in common. And we will break down some of the things that happened during the State of the Union address. Also, I posted on TikTok yesterday this, this clip that Kamala Harris was on a radio show. It was an urban radio show. And she was asked about the situation in Ukraine. And I don't know, I don't know why she decided to do this, but she decided she was going to explain the situation in Ukraine like she was talking to a bunch of dumb kindergarten kids. Not just kindergarten kids, but like the dumbest kindergarten kids you've ever met. Find the slow kids, the ones that eat the glue, the ones that, that glue their face to the desk, the ones that show up, you know, without pants on put them in a room, and that's who Kamala Harris was pretending she was explaining the situation to. It was the weirdest thing ever. I haven't heard the rest of the show, uh, but I kind of, you know, I kind of feel like they may have been a little insulted by her. Um, Anyway, I'll have that for you. We'll play that. It'll be a lot of fun. It's Wednesday, which means whatever you want to talk about today, we'll talk about. I'm sure there's going to be tons of open mic messages. I'm really looking forward to hearing your thoughts on the State of the Union uh, and and anything else going on. Um, Plus, open mic messages, like I said, you can leave those on the... Okay, listen. Oh, fun fact. There's a feature on this podcast that you're listening to right now. If you're listening on Anchor... If you're, I know that's also on Apple iTunes, it's on the Google Play Store, it's on Spotify, but if you're listening on the Anchor app, you can actually leave me on the equivalent of an open mic message on Anchor. You can record a message, I can get it here, we can put it on the air during the radio show, it's really kind of cool. So if you want to do that, but feel free to do that, uh, you know, you can figure it out, just go to... You know, go to the anchor page for this website and then listen to the Marquee Show today at noon Eastern, 11 Central, wherever you happen to watch or listen to the Marquee Show. We'll see you then. I wanted to come on here and say how disgusted I was last night watching Biden's State of the Nation, as he referred to it, that Republicans clapped and stood so many times during his dismal speech. <laughs> 